0: It is Welcome to Revolution Radio, The Reality Check. It is Thursday the 9th of December and the one big reality check that nobody needs to have today is that it's absolutely freezing and it has been over the last couple of weeks but I hope where you are, you've got a nice brew in your hands, you're sitting down somewhere warm and listening into some great tunes that we've got today and the topic that we're going to be talking today is about finding that F word. And it may not be the F word that you're thinking about, but it's the middle ground between fight and flight. But without going any further, I want to just introduce the rest of the crew here that are sitting with me. We've got Jazz on the buttons and she's taken over the Captain Kirk chair. Captain Kirk. Although I've got to be very honest with you guys. When I actually said that, you know, um, no no idea who Captain Kirk was, (laughs) which again, I have to say to you is that the reason that we are here together is that we have got different generations, different thoughts, different energies, and we're all trying to have that input into how do our thoughts and how do our emotions impact upon the things that we do. So, Captain Kirk in the chair, welcome. How are you this week?
1: I'm good, I'm good, yeah. I feel like I did, I have, to be honest, I have heard of that, but yeah, I didn't actually know if Uh, I've been honest. But yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Everything's good with me. I'm all good, feeling bright. And blessed.
0: Excellent. That's what we like to hear. And of course, Glenn, you know, you, you're, you're a regular with us now. So, yeah. you know, three co-hosts of the Reality Check. So welcome aboard officially. That's the first thing. And how's your week been?
2: Yeah, really good. It's flying by. Really busy, really positive. Having lots of conversations and yes, yeah, so far shaping up to be a good week, despite how unbelievably cold it is. <laughs> Absolutely
0: freezing. It's you know we're all here with jumpers on and everything, and we're inside. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I
1: still got my coat
0: on. Yeah, yeah you have. I was noticing that.
1: No, I'm not taking it off.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you. So welcome wherever you're listening from. Uh, I hope you're having a great week and, and your run up to Christmas is is getting organised. I've got to be honest with you, I'm not even done any Christmas shopping yet. I don't know have that. we you not? Know, no, not a thing. I no. am not a thing have
2: you uh no i go i'm the traditional christmas eve run around with no. all the other men yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah I'll, be so <laughs> I'll be there so bad i'll be
1: there i started last month no yeah.
2: yeah no i've got a couple of bits but yeah
0: well let's just go through this what we're trying to do today we're trying to find uh th- th- this middle ground th- this new f word uh between fight and flight so fight and flight what is it well, it's actually that position that when we come across something that is, is unusual, um, we have to make the, the decision of whether or not we are bigger than it or whether it is bigger than us. And it kind of goes back to, to, to many, 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 many years ago, Neanderthal man time. And what we had to do, it becomes part of that very natural uh, process of protection. You're walking through the jungle you know minding your own business on a Thursday afternoon and what comes in front of you is a huge dinosaur at that particular point you have to make the decision am I bigger than it or is it bigger than me now of course at that point you know the, the, the sort of outcomes from it is that if you are bigger than it you know in that particular day and age you would have yourself some food to eat and share with your family and also the possibility of having yourself in a new blanket or a new jacket Uh, What happens there physically at the point of where you are are really ready to actually go and have that fight, the adrenaline is pumping into your muscles so that you can go and do your best. On the same point, the reaction may actually be, no, this dinosaur is bigger than me. And so what I've got to be able to do is to be making sure that I get out of here again. The physical reaction is the adrenaline pumps. And before you know it, you're on your toes and you're doing one because the outcome from there is that you're going to live for another day and to fight another battle. The reason that we're talking about fight and flight today is because that very same situation is what most people are finding themselves in over the last sort of 18 months, two years, particularly with covid. And I don't know about you, Jazz, but it's like that feeling that we have inside of us that when we are uncertain of something, do we go... I think the inoculations has brought people to this sort of, do I go forward? Do I go back? But the worst case about it is that when we don't actually deal with this, the adrenaline keeps pumping and that's when we're going to get those physical reactions. And we are talking today about the fight and flight syndrome and we're trying to find and explore the missing F word. So... Glenn, you were talking just as we were listening to Tom there talk about a little bit of love. You were talking about a situation where you think that it was that fight and flight syndrome.
2: Yeah, that's right. So um, a couple of years ago now, and I was on a holiday uh, in Europe and had uh, rented out a sort of uh, flat for a few days. And I, while in a rush to get out and go for a meal, um, I locked the keys in the room Mm -hmm. um which then i then panicked and and i think it is that fight or flight situation in how's best to deal with that do you i i felt like i think i couldn't go and enjoy the meal and sit there knowing yeah, yeah. that when the meal finished, if the people who own the place didn't get back to me, I may have to sleep on the streets in a foreign city. Um, but then on the flip side of that, it's, if, if it's outside of your control and you, you perhaps, you know, there wasn't much I could do other than wait for them to come back, then is there any value in getting stressed about it? It's, it's really difficult
0: when you've got those, the, the, those two scenarios. Mm. What do I do? And I think what's really important and the reason that we wanted to explore this today is that I think that there are so many people right here right now that are probably listening to this and not understanding that like you know why are they feeling so tired why they're feeling achy why are their thoughts racing around is because there is so much uncertainty that's going on we've got christmas coming up we've got again the the restrictions that are looming with the 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 covid 19
1: the new covid variant
0: just you know, for you, you know, and again, it's it's wonderful to have these different perspectives of, of of generations. But for for you, the fight and flight syndrome of being in that situation from a younger person, what is it like with all the uncertainties? What does it feel like?
1: I feel like because um, this is what we're saying before, like. Especially with COVID and getting the vaccination, you know, and in the in the kind of the time we live in, I feel like a lot of people are kind of worried to be judged or perceived in a certain way that they may not want to be perceived in, based on how society works. So, like in terms of getting the vaccine, you know, there's a lot of people that are saying, "Oh, the vaccine! If you get the vaccine, it's going to do this, and you're going to suffer from this or that." And you know, the wildest one, which I feel like might have affected a lot of women or put off a lot of women was not being able to conceive and not wow. being able to get uh, like potentially mm-hmm. pregnant and it affecting that and that is a big one that's a very scary one that can put off a lot of that nearly like kind of put me off
0: Yeah, yeah. until
1: um, I have a lot of, like a few aunties that are uh, that work in the hospital and said like you know don't listen to every kind of theory or conspiracy but you know like a lot of people if they don't have that kind of guidance uh, you know don't know what to do wow. and you know they could actually be potentially potentially like losing protection against covid of course because of different furies that are coming out so
0: it's it's quite strange really isn't it because i think that what you've just said there hit it on the nail for me i haven't got in particular for the inoculations and for the you know sort of being jabbed so that, that we, we have got this immune system um i haven't got enough information i yeah. am, I'm, i don't know whether it's right and wrong Yeah, you can talk to one person and they're quite convincing that like this is the right way to do it and then you can talk to somebody on the opposite end of the spectrum who are just as passionate and are just as convincing and i think for me this is where this fight and flight syndrome comes up because it's like do i or don't i etc etc et and i think it is just a little bit too much and i think that what's most important for me Is the physical things that happen Mm. and again just going back the moment we get into those situations of uncertainty but knowing that we're having to make a decision again the adrenaline pumps and it gets popped into our muscles so that we're ready for that very traditional and you know uh, Neanderthal man sort of attacking the dinosaur Mm. or being attacked by the dinosaur it's not life and death but the physical reactions are exactly the same exactly yeah. the same yeah. when we come back we're going to start to be looking at exploring so what can we do in these situations to really reduce the sort of, not just the stress in our thoughts but also the stress within our body and today we are discussing and exploring the fight and flight syndrome and seeing whether or not we can identify that middle f word that's going to give us all a little bit of uh, release from some of the pressure Glenn, you were just talking uh, about being on holiday in a European country, locking yourself out of your your accommodation and standing there at your front door realising that you had... And having this sort of moment of thinking, what do I do now?
2: So what did you do? So I immediately messaged, uh, went through the app that I'd booked the place through, managed to find a way you could message the people who own the property and just message them. I think I tried to ring them because it was a phone number, but they didn't answer, which then instilled more panic in me. And then my mind was instantly then working through the, worst case scenario i suppose what where is this going to go if the worst thing happens i.e they don't respond to me and then you're thinking well would i have to book another hotel room for the night just so that we're not sleeping out on the streets or, (laughs) or, or or whatever all these thoughts running through and it was kind of yeah in my physical self i suppose i let that get heightened and I suppose I'd describe that perhaps as a fight state and that was like fighting against myself really I suppose more than anything Um, my wife was a lot more chilled about it and was just like calm down you can't do anything about it let's go and have a nice meal they'll probably message back during the meal and everything will be fine and you'll have got yourself all worked up for nothing Um, you know I'm It's hard for me to admit that she was absolutely right. And that's exactly what happened. But of course, you know I still funny, went yeah. through that process. Sorry
1: to cut you off, but you no. remember last week we were talking about being warriors. Yeah, That is like something I would do. Like I'd probably panic and be very stressed about it. And then probably someone on my side mm. would be like, don't worry about it. You'll probably just, just relax. I yeah. can literally imagine but the I, situation. I think,
2: in, I think definitely in reflection... I'm able to look back at that situation and be like, that wasn't a healthy way to respond to that situation. Absolutely. But in the moment. Yep, yep. And I think
0: that's the big thing, you know, in the moment. And again, what we're trying to do here guys is to just really explore in the moment, because when you're not in the moment, it's quite easy to say, go and have a meal, enjoy it. Worst case scenario is that you're going to be having to go and find somewhere else to sleep and It's Mm. not the end of the world. But right at that moment, really is tough it really is tough you know And, and actually you can imagine that the moment that this continues And it's not just for that half an hour or for the afternoon or for the evening. It's for day after day, week after week. And, you know, when the uncertainties start to build up. Jazz, you were talking about um, having one of those uncertainties about having the uh, inoculations for COVID 19. And one of the misinformation that that you'd heard was that it's going to have an impact upon the opportunities of, of, of having children.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like you mentioned earlier, like it's just the lack of information as well. And it's still like as much as I had aunties that are, uh, you know, working at the, the NHS to kind of confined in that, like who actually knows, Do you know what I mean? Who actually really knows? Absolutely. It's so early for testing on like long-term testing, you know, we've only just kind of had the vaccine in like in the last couple of months or half a year and, you know, started to kind of recover in life. But now again, we are facing, you know, more probably, hopefully not too daunting times, but yeah. And it's like, I thought to myself, okay, cool. If um, I'm not getting this vaccine, Am I going to be putting my family at risk because I could potentially c- catch it? And then I also thought to myself, like, I don't know if this is silly, but I took a lot of vaccines in school that I didn't know what, what, what were for. Of course. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I of don't know course. if my parents knew what exactly yep. what they were for. And even if they did know what they were for, if they were, like, really that affected. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I had to think, like, I, I did think that way. And I thought, at the end of the day, like, I have to protect myself. And this is what is being advised. And... You know, this is this is the way. This is the current way forward for protection.
0: Very lucky that you've got family and, and aunties that, that that are in the NHS and yeah. be able to give you that guidance. What about these guys that, that are out there that haven't got that level of support to be able to bring us down? Like a great wife that will say, "Okay, Glenn, calm down. It's mm. going to have a meal." Or yeah. aunties that will turn around and say, "No, Jasmine, it's, it's it's really okay." When we come back, what we wanted to explore is. This F word, we keep talking about the F word. The F word. Um, when we come hmm. back, we're going to figure out what uh, the F word is and what can you do to actually start to reduce some of those thoughts and some of those stress. We are discussing and we're exploring the, the, the missing F word the missing F word that fills in between flight, fight and flight. And I tell you what, guys out there, try and say fight and flight three times fast. We've just been trying it here and (laughs) have some great fun with it. Great fun with it. But this middle ground, because there's no two ways about it. When we find ourselves in these situations and we could describe a lot of the circumstances that we find ourselves in and being in that fight and flight syndrome, it's not great. That's the first thing because it almost feels like straight away you've got to be able to make a reactional decision. You've got to be able to be, and I suppose when we go back to Neanderthal man, we can see that yes, right away that you've got to be able to make a decision because it is life and death. We have changed slightly and, you know, although it is not life and death, the impact is huge. So what is this middle F that we're going to sort of explore now? And it is simple as freeze freeze and and i do this all the time it's not about being able to sort of having to make the decision in fact the first thing is that you can do when you're in these situations is to just stop for a while and tread water we don't need to be making these kind of decisions straight away in particular jazz you were talking about there with some misinformation that you got and you had to go and find out Mm. the correct information so that middle ground freeze What are you guys thinking? I know that Glenn, we talked last week about this and you also came up with, you were working with somebody last year and they not only just came up with Freeze, but they came up with...
2: I can't remember the fourth Flop. Flop, that's right. That's right, Flop.
0: Uh, And then it's sort of... So tell me about Flop.
2: Well, um, it's probably similar to freeze in a way in that you're stopping what you're doing yep. but I think it probably goes that little bit further than that in that flop to the floor and just just stop really stop. and yeah. just really step back from it and 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 take it all in so um yeah
0: so uh, so on reflection what I wanted to explore now this is really free for all here in those circumstances that you know that you've been in where you've been in them situations if you were to have the opportunity to freeze and just to stop everything from happening around you, that you know, the sort of who's talking to you, what kind of things would you actually give yourself the advice to do at that point? Looking back on it, yeah. Jazz, I'm going to come to you first because we've been coming to Glenfer for for a while. So, <laughs> in that situation where you've had those panics and the uncertainty and the fight and flight is sort of there, banging on the door. Looking back on reflection,
1: mm.
0: what's the best advice you give to yourself at that point?
1: I think, obviously, the freeze is a good point because, and what you what know, would
0: you do with that freeze?
1: I'd take a minute to kind of reflect and think, all right, what is actually better for me? Because not only for the COVID, like, obviously, the COVID jab... Um, mm-hmm you know like not only for that we all have different instances and wow instances in our life where we've had the fight or flight situation Mm -hmm. and we maybe out of panic or out of worry like I keep saying to Glenn like I'm a warrior so I kind of maybe overthink things a little bit more further than I need to but it's, it's just like natural reaction for me and it's something that I can't help but um looking back if I could kind of reduce that a little bit and just think all right cool maybe like Think about, you know, what I could do, what the worst case scenario is, Mm. and how I can maybe work from that, or what I can do, you know, it's not that bad of a situation, if it's not that bad of a situation, do you know what I mean?
0: I think one of the biggest things that you said there that sort of pricked my ears up was that you described yourself as a warrior. you know, and as a warrior, you know, um, you're going to have lots of those occasions, but maybe maybe and this can be another another show but maybe we need to start to look at how do we describe ourselves yeah. because it's not it's, it's it's not really a natural state to be a warrior. Mm. it's a set of circumstances that get us there yeah. but i hear exactly what it is that you say glenn for yourself you know just 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 very briefly what would you give your advice to yourself when you lock yourself out of, of your holiday flat
2: uh well i, I suppose on reflection it was i listen to your wife because she's telling you uh, to 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 let it go i suppose <laughs> from a point of view, I had to take some action immediately because I had to message the, if I hadn't messaged the property owners, yeah. then they'd never get back to yeah, me because yeah, yeah. they wouldn't know there was a problem. So I had to do that. Yeah. But I think beyond that, that was the limit of what I could do in that yeah. situation. And I should just sit back and wait.
0: And I think that is the most important thing. We get to, we, we've got to enable ourselves to get to the point of understanding. I don't need to make the decision. Mm. The things that I've done, that's all I can do at this point. Absolutely. And just freeze. Um, we just wanted to summarise very, very quickly what we're talking about today. And that is the, the the middle ground, the missing F in the fight and flight syndrome, which is freeze. And freeze is that moment where you haven't got the information that you require to be able to, to go forward or, in fact, to retreat. We've talked a little bit about some of the things that freeze means. And, and the biggest thing is just breathe. Take a little bit of time. You don't have to be making decisions. Find a companion. Jazz, you were talking about finding your, your, your aunties that were able to give you the correct information there are a number of things that you can do uh, breathing exercises get yourself on, on online and, and figure out some very very simple uh, breathing techniques that are going to be able to stop and freeze the whole psychological the emotional and also the very physical impacts that we see. Well, Glenn, you just came up with an amazing question whilst we were listening there. What was your question?
2: So, I was just exploring the sort of maybe the typical situations you might describe as being in a fight or flight situation, which could be you know, the plane you're on a plane and it's going down. What do you do there? Fight. I don't know what fight would be, maybe go and try and fly it yourself. And yep. flight might be open the airlock and jump out, and jump out, um, or well, you know, like a
1: house on fire.
2: Uh, Yeah, a house on fire, or you could have, you know, um, an altercation where somebody's mugging you or something and threatening you, and you've got to decide, well, you could either fight them, you could run away, freeze. I suppose what I'm getting (laughs) at is perhaps freeze isn't available for every single circumstance.
0: Absolutely.
2: But I think actually, uh, and I was just thinking about this, is that where the majority of situations where we get uh, into a fight or flight state and the adrenaline starts pumping... In day to day life, the majority of those situations, the time limit probably isn't quite as extreme as being on a plane that's hurtling towards the earth or somebody, you know, um, threatening you in the street. So in those situations, we actually do have the ability to use this mechanism to, to step back. Absolutely, um, yeah,
0: and because I think you're right. I think what we're talking about here is the the, 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 the original uh, fight and flight that, that we were talking about was you, you're faced with a life and death situation. They don't happen every day to us. But the circumstances that actually get our adrenaline, they almost certainly happen a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And that's when it gets building up and building up and building up. Our thoughts go a little bit crazy. And it's not just for the 10 minutes while we're trying to sort it. It goes on day in, day out, et cetera, et cetera. You know, for me... um, If you're out there and you're listening and you feel that, you know, you're in these circumstances of where it's this elongated period of time of of being uncertain, not gathering information enough to be able to move forward or to retreat, maybe freeze is the option for you maybe freeze is the option where you can go and find a companion and you can start to explore a little bit more about so what is it that you're thinking what is it that you're feeling and you can start to actually explore some of the outcomes of both of them before you actually make those decisions guys we're coming to the end of another amazing show is there any sort of nuggets of wisdom that you want to give out there to people that are possibly thinking i might be in, i might be in fight and flight myself
1: here yeah, I mean, if you're someone like me, mm-hmm. who's a bit of a quote-unquote warrior, yeah. <laughs> like overthinking, you know, kind of panics, I think the, the whole freeze technique is a very good idea because it kind of allows you to take a step back, you know, like how you always say, stop. And just think. And, yeah, instead of um, being in, like, panic mode where you kind of do one thing maybe out of hesitation or rush or mm-hmm. panic and maybe get it wrong, yep. where you could have, you know, taken, a, like, even a 10-second breather to kind of cool yourself down and think, you know, like the breathing exercises that like you just mentioned, they're also good. Just to, yeah, just to give you that, I wish I thought of this whilst, you know, looking back.
0: Yeah. yeah, and and I think the part of it is it is it's about preempting that we're going to be thinking these things glenn anything nuggets that you want to give out there
2: yeah i think really it's just working on ourselves and finding that moment find taking the time finding that moment of calm um to assess and see how you really feel about that situation and hey we're all we're all learning i gave my example i'm definitely not the best case for that but it's something that i'm working on and it's something that everyone can work on within themselves.
0: I think it happens to us all all the time. And, you know, at, at least when we expect it and it comes and gives us the curveball, that's when sometimes, you know, we can, we can get into those panics. I want to say thank you, Jazz. Very, very uh, good and, and really interesting to hear some of those uh, thoughts that you have. Yeah. I want to say massive great big thank you to Glenn. And I want to thank say you. thank you to you to, for, for listening to us. Next week... The topic that we're going to be discussing next week is how to survive Christmas with, with your family around, or not mm-hmm. as the case may be, um, and, and be able to sort of eat and drink and be merry, but not eat and drink merry too much so it becomes a bit of a burden. But I want to say thank you. This is Re- Revolution Radio. This is The Reality Check, and we look forward to seeing you very, very soon.
1: Bye.